Greetings, podcast universe. This is Gary Stern. And this is Lucy Sang. We are the co-hosts of After the Glory podcast. Every elite athlete has one thing in common. Their careers on the field of play will only be a tiny fraction of the life of meaning and purpose they hope to live. As UCLA alums from different generations, Gary and I have discovered that the stories of these great athletes go far beyond their statistics. It is our pleasure to share these stories with our listeners. We hope you will enjoy this latest episode of After the Glory. On this episode of After the Glory, we are featuring Marty Reed. Marty played softball at UCLA from 2008 to 2012, where she won a national championship in 2010 and graduated as Senior of the Year in 2012. She is a trainer, national speaker, the National Partnerships and Marketing Manager of the Positive Coaching Alliance, and the author of Utility Player Life, How to Purposefully Leverage Your Experience as an Athlete to Take You Where You Want to Go in Life. Hey, Marty, welcome to After the Glory. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it. And this is usually one of the first questions I ask every guest we have on this show. What got you started in softball and and why softball? Yeah, good question. Well, I mean, I grew up in an uberly competitive family. Uh, My dad actually played professional baseball. He played in the minors and my brother played college baseball, Cal State Dominguez Hills. I grew up at the baseball field, you know, constantly at the park running around. And one day I saw girls playing on the other field over there. And I said, dad, girls are playing. And the next day he signed me up for softball. So I started at age nine. Before that I ran track, you know, basketball, played a lot of other sports, but I started playing softball at age nine and then competitively probably like late middle school age. Let me ask you a question, Marty. Uh, in, in women's softball, for our listeners, uh, one of the great misconceptions about the game is the competitive nature of the sport. Uh, there's a famous story about uh, the former UCLA star Jenny Finch striking out major league players from oh, yeah. that uh, from that 45-foot distance. And so people, if they see that, soon figure out how good you are in this sport. Is that something that as you started it, you had to overcome yourself was the idea of, of that it's it's every bit as competitive and quality uh, sport as baseball is? Oh, well, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of people hear the word softball and they think it's soft, but there's nothing soft about it. I mean, I've actually been hit by a pitch in my ulna bone and it broke my arm and I have seven screws in a plate in my arm based off just getting hit by a pitch. So, you know, there's nothing soft about it. It's highly competitive. And, you know, I can go out there and play with the boys or with the girls, you know. Tell us about the, uh, the evolution from middle school right into uh, UCLA. Uh, is, it, is it a sport that you get recruited in? And if so, tell us about that recruitment process. Yes, it is. Um, the recruitment process is highly competitive. Uh, I started getting recruited in high school, actually, uh, my freshman year at um, Long Beach Wilson High, got my first letter from UCLA. And that's the time where I was getting a lot of looks from a lot of different schools. I actually also had Cal at the top of my list as well. I took a visit to Stanford and just a lot of other schools in the Pac-12 
10 at the time, now the Pac-12. So I knew I wanted to, that was the most competitive softball conference at the time. So um, those were the schools that I was focused on. I wanted to go somewhere where I can challenge myself both academically and athletically. And when I was at, uh, in high school and taking visits to different schools, UCLA actually didn't have any athletic scholarships Mm. left. So at the time I thought that you know, my dream school UCLA wasn't going to be an option because I couldn't pay for it. So that was kind of a hiccup in my recruiting process. Wow. There. Well, definitely we'll want to hear more about that and how you did end up at UCLA. But before we get there, can you describe to us a little more about your personal softball journey? What positions did you play? What are some of the most exciting moments for you? What are some of the challenges and some of the things that kind of made you who you are today? Yeah. So um, my personal journey, I love the grind of softball it's a sport just like baseball of failure you know constantly having to bounce back after mistakes you know when I started playing um, at a young age I played shortstop I grew up as a shortstop my whole life middle infielder and then when I got to UCLA on my recruit trip uh, I met some of the other girls on the team and they go, oh yeah. Or they asked me, what position do you play? And I'm like, oh, shortstop. And they said, oh, me too. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're the outfielder and you're the, you know, first baseman. So one of their recruiting strategies was to recruit shortstops, the best shortstop in each town, which is usually the most athletic, versatile athlete mm-hmm. and then in different positions. So I think I only played one game at shortstop at UCLA My time there, I was a utility player playing outfield, second base, first base, all around. So um, I think that also translates over into life, being able to be versatile, adjust and adapt and, you know, be that utility player that I like to talk about. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. And before we go to break very soon, I do want to make sure our listeners know that Marty is an author of a book called The Utility Player. And that book teaches you all about how to take the transferable skills of being an athlete and succeed in other areas of your life. And listeners know that that's a lot of the things that I'm passionate about as well. So I'm very grateful to have Marty be here with us and share with us her personal journey. So Marty, let's talk specific. What what are some memories that come to mind for you when we talk about your softball experience? Really, it's the relationships with my teammates. Like at the end of the day, obviously winning a national championship is a huge highlight. We won a championship in 2010 and that was like an out of mind, out of body experience. You know, when everything comes together in that moment, I don't think people understand how hard it is to win a championship. When I came to UCLA, that was the goal. You know, every athlete that went through UCLA softball had at least one championship ring when I first got recruited. So that was the goal. And um, when I got there, it's like, oh, I thought I was going to win multiple rings. I thought we were going to win multiple championships. It is so hard. Everything has to come together and work at the right moment. People have to be, you know, healthy, can't have injuries, all the above. And the team has to really be gelling together. So the relationship part and the connection with each athlete, my teammates and my sisters, you know, we still um, lean on each other till today. You know, I've been in a lot of girls' weddings. We still connect. So the biggest memories I have is really like the trips, being on the planes with my friends and, you know, being on the buses and like the team dinners and the fun dances and cheers we made up. And all those things are just those unforgettable moments that we often take for granted when we're in it. Because it's kind of the silly, fun moments 
that kind of take our mind off of the grind and the competition. Marty, there's there's one question I want to ask. We have about a minute before we go to break. Did, did you notice any difference at UCLA in the relationships among the women athletes at the elite level as compared to the men? Honestly, I didn't. I didn't notice any difference. I feel like the guys were connected to, they had their bromances, right? And they, you know, stuck together and they were really um, – had their bonds but also we did receive a lot of support from the guys um we had a lot of football players that would come to our games baseball players that would come to our games and we would go to their games as well so i didn't really see much of a difference in that connection i think everyone valued the relationships that they had with their teammates and and that's the point and i think it's critical to understand that about the 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 elite athlete in college and uh it, it makes no difference with whether man or woman uh, elite is elite. Um, when we come back on After the Glory, we'll be with uh, Marty Reed. This is Gary Stern and Lucy saying we'll be right back uh, after this short break. Thinking about a new or used car? Think Infinity of Thousand Oaks. We've been serving Thousand Oaks in Southern California for years. We have new, used, and certified pre-owned Infinity vehicles available now with many special offers. There's something for everyone at Infinity of Thousand Oaks, your home for the best deals on Infinity cars. With the COVID pandemic, we offer contactless sales. Call our office at 805-262-7442 or visit Infinity of Thousand Oaks. Pick out a vehicle and we'll deliver it to your home or office with all the paperwork done with the power of the internet. Our award-winning sales and service team is waiting to give you the best service in buying a vehicle you've ever had. Call us today at 805-262-7442 and make an appointment for your new 2021 Infinity or visit our website at infinityofthousandoaks.com. Infinity of Thousand Oaks is a proud sponsor of After the Glory. Since 1980, Woodland Hills lawyer Gary Stern has been known as a lawyer's lawyer, passionate about his clients and equally passionate about bringing honor, dignity, and respect to the legal profession. Gary Stern represents folks seriously injured because of healthcare negligence, defective and dangerous products and property, neglect in long-term care facilities, and careless operation of cars and trucks. He has successfully resolved hundreds of cases for his clients, providing them with the financial help they needed during trying times. Gary Stern is a member of the prestigious National Trial Lawyers Top 100, active with consumer attorneys of Los Angeles and California, and is admitted to the bar of the Supreme Court of the United States. And most important, I am proud to call him dad. You can reach Gary Stern at 818 810-2717 or visit his website at www.sternlaw.org and we're back on after the glory marty let's continue the conversation about getting recruited so tell us more about what you mentioned you know getting recruited by several different universities and your dream school of being ucla but possibly not being able to go there how did you end up being a Bruin? Yeah, good question. So my dream school has always been UCLA since I was a little girl and saw Natasha Watley as the shortstop who looked like me, a black athlete playing shortstop. And 
when I got that first letter from UCLA, it was like, okay, this is the goal. I'm getting there. It's going to happen. And when I met with the coaches and they told me that they did not have any athletic scholarships available, they only had one left and they needed a catcher. And the girl that they gave it to, we were on our trip at the same time. And it was just like this crushing moment for me. kind of got mad and I'm like, well, fine, I'll just go to Cal and play against them, you know? And then when I got in the car with my mom and I'm just like, tears coming out and she's like if you couldn't play softball another day in your life god forbid what school would you want to be at and without hesitation i said ucla and she said we'll make it happen so i started applying for academic scholarships you know anything that i fit the bill for if it said you know black girl of braids i was applying for it right and i made i i was able to um string up enough academic scholarships to pay for my first two years at UCLA. And my second two years were athletic scholarships. Wow. So, um, and to keep that academic scholarship money coming in every year, I had to be involved in community service. I had to attend all these meetings on campus. So honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because if I would have gotten that athletic scholarship, I would have just focused on softball. I wouldn't have been involved with anything else at UCLA outside of softball, which is still a fine career, right? But it forced me to kind of step outside of my athlete bubble and get to know different people on campus. You know, this is a place when you're on UCLA's campus built with so many different cultures and ways of life and opportunities and different clubs. And it would be a missed opportunity to not use that time to really, you know, venture out and get to know different people and get involved with so many different things. So I was on our African Student Union. I was, so at, long story long, um, I ended up getting senior of the year when I graduated from UCLA for the impact that I had, not just on athletics, but also outside of athletics as well. Cause I was so involved with a lot of other things. And, and uh, who were your uh, mentors? Who were the people that inspired you while you were at UCLA? Well, my mom is one of my number one mentors who honestly convinced me to still go after this dream when I thought it was um, you know, not possible. Um, I had a couple of mentors that I would connect with often. One of my mentors who ended up passing away a few years ago from cancer, uh, Jeff King, he actually owns uh, King Seafood Restaurants. Um, so, he, mm -hmm. so I, if I can interrupt, uh, I was a partner with Jeff King's uh, brother-in-law, uh, so um, I knew Jeff really? King extremely well, and I knew the entire King family. Wow! Uh, so I, I remember his passing, and uh, it was it was oh. terrible. A, a wonderful person to have as a mentor. Wonderful person. I actually met him through our alumni association there, so I luckily got teamed up with him. And we continue to connect. And he's the one that really taught me, you know, a lot of the success principles that I use now in life. You know, I would go out to dinner with him and his wife and we'd have so many conversations. So he had a huge impact on my life. Winston Dolby had a huge impact on my life. Natasha Watley, um, you know, my coaches, um, Rick Coy, just a lot of people at, on UCLA's campus who really cared for me beyond just my performance out there on the playing field. They made me, you know, really understand that they believed in me, you know, and constantly reminded me that my value and self-worth wasn't just tied into the performance. And you need that, you know, you need those reminders. Well, I do want to just take a moment to acknowledge that 
you know, Marty is sharing with us that her success was beyond the field. And that that's something incredible that most elite athletes don't get to experience. And, and it's amazing how you're able to see that that was a blessing in disguise. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, being that well-rounded, holistic athlete, it's so important, especially when I think of young athletes now today, I work with a lot of youth athletes and dealing with the pandemic and so many things that are happening. It's really, really hard when all of your, you know, value and worth is tied into your ability to perform out there on the field or in the pool or whatever your sport might be. Um, So it's very important that we make sure that our athletes understand that, you know, they're more than just their sport. They're more than just their ability to perform. Their self-worth has to come from within. And I think that's very, very important to stress right now during this time, especially. I would think that uh, as an elite athlete in, in a sport, uh, that you were in, much like many men and many women who cannot look to a professional league as a way to make a living in the future. It's not part of that sport. That early on, you start thinking about your life after you're going to yeah. be not a player anymore. When right. did that first start to really dawn on you that as good as you were and as much time as you're going to spend in softball at UCLA, you've also got to start planning for your future? Um, I'd say like going into my senior year of college, you know, it's something that, you know, we always have in the back of our mind, but we push farther back because we don't want to think about it. It's like, no, I don't want to think about life after. I don't want this ever to end. Right. Um, But I actually had the pleasure of attending a conference at UCLA. It wasn't a UCLA thing. It was a conference that was held there called LEAP, Leadership, Excellence, Accelerating Potential. And I go back and volunteer every summer, but they basically taught the things you don't learn in classrooms, like how to get a mentor, um, how to manage your time, how to set realistic goals and actually achieve them. So all these little things um, that are so important to success in life after. And I was able to make those connections to what I was learning out there on the playing field, right? into how that ties into my preparation to who I'm going to be, the person I'm going to become, and the things I'm going to be doing after sports. And when we come back, we'll have Marty share with us exactly what she's finding glory in in life after the glory days of softball. Have you ever wanted to experience the thrill of playing spring training baseball with some of the game's legends? At LADABC, we believe you should be able to live your dream of being a pro baseball player, and now you can. The LADABC Adult Baseball Camp is an independently owned and operated fantasy camp for men and women over the age of 30. As an independent camp, you can be a fan of any team from any city and you'll feel right at home with us. Our next camp is scheduled for November 7th through the 13th, 2021, and will be held at the historic Dodgertown Complex in Vero Beach, Florida, now known as the Jackie Robinson Training Complex. You'll play ball all week long on the best practice fields in the nation. You'll enjoy use of -of state-of-the-art facilities and you'll be pampered and cared for just like a major leaguer. We invite you to visit our website and sign up for our November 2021 camp. Just go to www.ladabc.com. That's ladabc.com. Hey, this is Lucy Sang here from Resiliency. 
I am a certified life coach focused on working with athletes and like-minded people in finding and pursuing success in life outside of sports. My goals are to serve as an accountability partner and offer different perspectives while my clients are facing big challenges and decisions. I also lead workshops and offer group coaching on topics such as avoiding burnout or transferable skills. Follow me on Instagram at resiliency, R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-T-S-E-E underscore coaching, resiliency underscore coaching for more information. As a co-host of After the Glory, I am excited to share my expertise in working with athletes and look forward to connecting with all you listeners to learn more of your stories as well. University Credit Union has been providing a financial edge to members for over 70 years. Now you can earn more with University Credit Union. Earn up to 5% APY with a university checking account for the banking that you already do. You'll save more when you switch your deposits and loans to University Credit Union. Bank with your brain. Visit ucu.org to join today. Federally insured by NCUA. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back on After the Glory. This is Gary Stern with my partner, Lucy Sang, and our special guest, Marty Reed, 2008 to 2012, uh, Bruin softball player, national champion, 2010. Marty, um, obviously, the, 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 what you've already described for us um, brings us right to the key question about transferable skills. What are the things that you learned as a ball player at UCLA and obviously a stellar student that have informed you and inspired you to the work you're doing now goodness there's so many transferable skills it's hard for me to choose just one i'll try to share a couple and be brief but one of the biggest ones is managing mistakes and failure being able to bounce back after mistakes is so crucial in life being able to you know go out there, try something and maybe not succeed your first time, but not giving up and continuing to try and try um, and just being able to value the process. Um, and I think being a collegiate athlete really helped me develop the desire and the ability to sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later. I think that is one of the biggest things I took away because you're not always going to feel motivated or confident or ready or smart or driven and all these things, right? So you have to learn to be disciplined. Next level greatness is developed in the moments where you know you don't feel like doing it or there's no instant gratification or no guarantee of a reward, right? It's the ability to say yes to your future self and do the things that will make your future self proud. It's that decision you have to make and it's a daily decision. Sports taught me that. Sports taught me that discipline and how to submit to the process. What about time management? Uh, I can't imagine an elite athlete at UCLA or any other Division One university who doesn't struggle with the balance between practice, watching video, and so forth, and and the and the classwork. Um, yeah. time, I would I would assume time management was a big part of it. A hundred percent. I actually teach courses on time management because that's how important it is. Your time is the one thing you can't get back, and being in 
college and having such a rigorous schedule. You had to be at weights and then practice and then class and then study hall. And it's a constant, constant, you know, somewhere to be something to do. So being able to manage your time is so important and not just your physical time, but also, you know, who you're letting have access to your time as well. So it's about also who you're surrounding yourself with, making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who also have similar, you know, goals and mindsets as you to help you stay on track because it's not easy right it's not easy to stay on track and having those people that can hold you accountable and help you manage that is really really important so it's that time management and surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you you know stick to your goals and stick to that plan marty what did you major in at ucla and do you feel like that's something that you've been able to use lately (laughs) <laughs> I majored in sociology. Same here. Um, Woo. Yeah, I was a social major and I minored in global studies. Sociology, you know, it's the study of people and um, it's broad. I knew I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my life after sports, but I knew I wanted to work with people. I'm a relationship person. So I think um, that was definitely something that benefits me today. But I think more importantly, just being on campus, going to college and building relationships and networking was more important than just the type of degree that I got. Absolutely, and so speaking about what you're up to today, tell us more. Yeah, so um, currently I manage the National Partnerships for Positive Coaching Alliance. We're a national nonprofit focused on developing a positive youth sports experience for all kids. We teach life lessons through sports. So I do a lot of training for coaches, for athletes, for the parents of athletes, really helping them create this positive youth sports experience. And outside of that, you know, I'm an author, speaker, moderator, host, all the above. I wrote the book, Utility Player Life, uh, how to purposefully leverage your skills as an athlete to take you where you want to go in life. And um, that's something that provides so many tangible tools and resources for athletes or just anyone with a competitive mindset to help them, you know, in their quest in life beyond sports. Where can you get the book? You can get the book on Amazon or on my website, themartyreed.com. I'm, I'm interested. What, why, the, why the V in front of you, uh, in front of the Marty Reed? There's got to be a story about that. Okay, funny story. It was because martyreed.com was already taken. <laughs> so I decided to put the Marty Reed. And then when I worked with some um, consultants, they were like, you know what? I love the V in front of it. It says, yes, I'm here. This is me. And being proud of who you are and not, you know, and just standing in your space, not being afraid of taking space, right? And just having that confidence. So, Marty, I'm. I love this because I know we're not close, but just to put it out there, I don't use this email address anymore, but I also have an email address that says thelucysang at gmail.com. I don't use it anymore, so listeners, don't spam me, but it's so <laughs> funny that you say that. And and I, I completely agree. I think it's important for you to own who you are and the impact that you have on other people. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this, Marty. Do you still play softball? Do you get out into any adult sports leagues and uh, I- and and put the glove on? 
Not currently. I actually was on a co-ed slow pitch softball team back in 2018 with some of my uh, former teammates and some UCLA football players in Santa Monica. And we were just crushing every single team we played against. It was really fun. I'll only get out there if it's like a group of my friends. I get invited all the time from like random people. Oh, do you want to be on our slow pitch softball team? Do you want to be on our slow? And I'm like, no, no, I'm... My knees aren't that great anymore. The sport that I do love to play now is beach volleyball. That's my sport. I'm wow. still an athlete. I'm still competitive, but I'm not always out there on the softball field anymore. That, that actually raises a very interesting question as we wrap up today. Uh, uh, injuries. We don't talk often about injuries and the effect that they have on athletes, but I can't imagine an elite athlete that doesn't have to factor in somewhere in their life uh, the injuries and the wear and tear on the body. Uh, how has that affected you? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I've had concussions. I've broken my arm. Uh, I, my knees are a little shaky now, you know, so I have to make sure that I, I'm still active. I work out daily. Um, I like to go on hikes. I like to bike ride. I have to mix it up. I can't do the same type of workout every single day or my body will fall apart. You know, the older you get, it's harder. You have to recover, right? And um, I think it's important to make sure we're taking care of our body. Drinking water, hydrating, and sleep is another important tool um, to help, you know, help you stay stay, uh, ready and keeping your body in act. Marty, thank you so much for joining us today. Here on After the Glory, we really appreciate our special guest, Marty Reed, UCLA softball player and now speaker, author, and then some. Here with my co-host, Gary Stern, our producer, Mark Allen, and our sound engineer, Daryl Wayne. Thanks for tuning in to After the Glory. We'll see you next time.